0: at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. Social Conversations. Welcome, uh, David. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us this evening.
1: Hi, good evening, Patricia, and good evening to your listeners.
0: David, uh, tell us uh, what is the importance of uh, your organisation, the South African Institute for Drug-Free Sport?
1: Well, the SAGE, as we call it, or the South African Institute for Drug-Free Sport, is there to make sure that, people that are involved in sport are doing so in a dignified manner where there is less of the cheating and more of the actual playing of the game. And and that is really what we are trying to get across, is that there's no need for using supplements uh, in order to enhance your performance, but rather be the person that you are and play the sport as you are.
0: Simon, good evening and thank you for joining us. Uh,
2: good evening and to the listeners too.
0: Simon, at uh, um, your security company, where you're a director, our woman security and training. I mean, in terms of the rise of this uh, codeine usage amongst young people, what, what what are the statistics looking like?
2: Can you repeat it again?
0: Have you seen a huge rise in the number of young people using codeine?
2: Definitely, there is a, quite a number of people using. Uh, according even though we are still talking to this whole thing as referring to young people according to what i have observed is that even adults of a certain range of age are using this drug and for for us as the guys that are seeing it happening or unfolding right in front of our own eyes it's quite disturbing
0: So I I hear that you and your security company was one of the first that uh, reported this uh, particular um, misuse of uh, this drug that is freely found in most of the pain medication and cough medication that we are um, buying over the counter. What did you see that alerted you? Because if I see someone with a bottle of cough mixture, I, I wouldn't see anything in it, especially now it's a cold season. I think we had uh,
2: the very same uh, uh, thing in our mind to say, uh, here are some bottles that are lying around the park that we are operating from, uh, precisely the places at Norwood Peterson Park, right in front of the Norwood Police Station. And whilst performing our duties there every day, we will come across this, Type of cough mixtures about run about five types of bottles, and during last year when we went into the lockdown on the 26th of March, that's where the rise of these bottles started to grow, and I just then called my people and said, "What could what could be happening here?" And then we started collecting these bottles and. Three months along the line, you know, a municipal plastic bag was already full. Then that shows that there was something going on with regards to these bottles. That is when then we started to saying that we have to do something. We have to ask questions as to what is happening here by the park.
0: Let me come to you, David. Uh, David, in terms of the sports fraternity, have you found that there's a lot of young people and young adults who are misusing this particular drug?
1: I I think that it's irrelevant whether it's in the sports fraternity or in society as such. Um, the, The bottom line is, at the end of the day, that there are people out there who are looking to find some way of relieving some of the stresses that they find themselves in and they use chemicals in order to do that. So what we're talking about over here is much bigger than just the product itself or the codeine itself. It's a whole societal issue uh, that we need to be looking at. And the way that we're now dealing with substance abuse and the uh, inappropriate use of medication is in terms of the fact that there are three components that we have to look at in reality. The one is the agent itself, The other one is the host who is the person. And then finally, we also need to look at the environment that people find themselves in. So when we talk about the agent, we're talking about the substance that is being used, misused, and abused. And this is where part of the problem starts. People use these drugs initially in order to get the benefit from the medication that they're taking, not realizing that they're actually beginning to develop a tolerance for the medication that they're using and once they start developing that tolerance they then have to start taking higher and higher doses in order to get the effect that they're looking for when you start getting to the point where you develop the tolerance that is then when you become more and more dependent on the drug and the unfortunate part is that people don't recognize these symptoms in themselves they're just seeing it as being what they need to carry on taking in order to get the effect that they're wanting so The problem that we have with codeine as the example that we're using over here, which is, as I said, not the real issue. The issue is why do people take these medications? It's because the substances are being misused in order to give them a different euphoric feeling in order for them to be able to deal with the stresses that they're experiencing in life, to deal with their problems that they're having. And they find that these medications actually help to relieve them. It makes them sleep better, perhaps and it changes the way that they are seeing things. So the other part of that equation then is the actual host themselves. And what is it in the person that they are lacking and why do they find themselves needing to take these problems? One of the agents, one of the problems that we have particularly with our youth is that they take it because they want to fit in with the rest of the society that they're involved in. They take these drugs because others are doing it, because they're readily available, because it's almost the end thing to be doing, and society doesn't seem to ground on it when it's a medicine, because it's a legal substance as opposed to cocaine or heroin, which is an illicit substance, and therefore if they're found with it, they're liable of being put into prison or into jail. The other reason why they take it is just generally because they want to feel good. And why are they wanting to feel good? It's simply because of the effect that it has when they're using these substances, where they get that euphoric feeling, and everybody wants to feel better. So that euphoria is something that they start chasing after. What is important here is to recognize that I have yet to come across a person who tells me that they actually set out in life with an ambition to become addicted or dependent on these drugs. Everybody believes that when they're taking it, it is fine and that they will be able to manage it. And that's where the problem lies. The other issue that we need to look at is the environment that these particularly our youth, find themselves in, where they are having to deal with all sorts of influences, such as, for example, as I mentioned before, the fact that, yes, it's readily available and they want to fit in, but there's also a tremendous amount of peer pressure that is put on them, where society is saying, if you want to be like the rest of us, then you have to do what we are doing. So here we are, take these drugs and carry on using them the way we are. That type of pressure is also borne on them by gangsterism, where, again, if you want to survive in our society, you have to belong to the gang. And if you belong to our gang, these are the things that we want you to do. So we need to address all of those issues. It's not just about the codeine. It's not just about the substance. It's about addressing the three components that are leading up to the situation where we're finding ourselves with our, particularly our youth wanting to overcome the boredom, wanting to find something that gives them some stimulation and ambition ambition to carry on functioning. And the chemical is what's giving them that ability to be able to do so. The unemployment that they find themselves in, the fact that they are not getting the proper education, where they come out of school without any real skills that they they can use, with a low self-esteem, those are the issues that we should be addressing and ensuring. Now, what we are trying to do here, particularly in Norwood, is to take those and the Norwood Policing Forum have gone out and instituted a program of advocacy in the schools in order to address those particular problems and make the youth aware of the fact that there are other pleasure sourcing uh, activities that they can get involved in and to try and get the youth themselves at the schools to identify what those issues are and take ownership of the program rather than being dictated to by parents, being dictated to them by the uh, police and the punitive action that is taken if they're found not abiding by the law.
0: We are talking, a is hashtag lean on me campaign. Um, what is now known as uh, the lean, uh, being the use of codeine and uh, a mixture of fizzy drinks, um, is, is really hitting the youth by storm. And I'm not talking about a good storm. I'm talking about a devastating storm where they are getting high on Mixtures, cough mixtures and pain medicine that uh, contains high contents of codeine. Our guests are David Beever and uh, Simon Ramara. Please do call in. Let us know if this is one of the things that you have seen prevalent in your community. And I'm sure it's not just in uh, Norwood, um, in Johannesburg. It's probably everywhere in South Africa because I've been hearing about it. And, um, you know, you don't really see it because they're using substances like uh, David has said that are legally found on the shelves. Call in on 011-714-2006. Remember, our WhatsApp line is currently down, but you can SMS on 41391. Social Conversations. Um, uh, Simon, I want to come to you here. Since your company, um, Kawome Security and Training, was the first to alert the Norwood Community Police Forum, and they have now come up with initiatives to ensure that, uh, you know, something must be done with this overuse of codeine. Are there any punitive measures for young people or anyone who is found to be in possession of a medicine that has codeine and has overdosed or has taken the medication?
2: I I don't think there is anything... That the police can do in as far as that is concerned because this is an illegal this is illegal it's not an illegal drug you know what i'm saying so this is something that a person can go to a chemist and purchase it and then uh, uh, without any body asking questions even in our own homes we do have such medicine and For us to start to know what is actually happening here is for us to come up with a way of assisting these kids in taking them out of this whole thing and letting them know that what they are doing is totally wrong. If we are going to wait for the police as the community for them to lead us in each and everything that we want to achieve, I think we are getting it wrong. This must start with us as the community in assisting the police. The kids are with us almost on daily basis. There is a time when you are sitting in, in your own dining room or whatever, and here is a kid coming home, and we are not asking questions. Even though you can see that the state of this kid is not in a way that you understand this kid. You just leave it, and then the kid go past, and then you just go and sleep. And at the end of the day, when... The trouble starts to come. They're not even going to school and doing something out of the ordinary. That is when we want to involve the police and everybody. Whereas the problem started unfolding right in front of our own eyes. I'm saying... mm -hmm. Go ahead. I'm saying this because people are seeing these empty bottles around them, along the streets and so forth, but they are not asking questions. We tend to say... Ooh, I cannot ask this question, I mean, these kids not to do one, two, three, because their parents will say this and this. We are not in the, already we've got answers to the parents, you know, we've got the fear of the unknown. If I can ask this pers- these kids, what are you doing, why you shouldn't be doing this, already we have answers to saying their parents will say this and this. A normal parent I don't think will confront me from the park when I came to her or him and say, here is your kid doing one, two, three. How can we assist each other in solving this problem? Rather than saying, if I can confront the kids, their parents will come up to me and saying I'm wrong.
0: I love your proactive approach, Simon. Um, has there been any interaction with the pharmacies in the local area to alert them of what's happening? Because, I mean, like I say, if I see anyone with a bottle of cough mixture, I would assume that they are, they, they, they are taking it because they've got a cough. Um, and I wouldn't think much of it. And I think that. Should could be the approach of most people. But if the pharmacies are aware of what's happening in their local vicinity, wouldn't they also be part of an initiative such as Lean On Me?
2: Correct. There are quite a number of pharmacies even around the node and we've got interaction with the very same pharmacies. But there there are some pharmacies that we are suspecting that they are the ones that are illegally selling this to Yankee, Because the information that you got from the most of these pharmacies is that uh, only children above 18 are allowed to go and buy this type of medication. But if there is a pharmacy which is benefiting from this activity, I don't think they will look at the age and say, oh, only 18 and above. They can even sell it to a 10-year-old kid because they want money. You know what I'm saying? So that's where the problem starts. We have involved as far as the Adcock Ingram itself. I I, I wrote an email out of, you know, I don't know what to say, but I I wrote an email to CEO of Adcock Ingram and then wanting him to assist us in the whole thing. Definitely they they came back to us and then we held a meeting with them as we speak, they are part and parcel of this campaign going forward in assisting to arrest the situation from the bottom going up. So, so many questions were asked by us. Uh, I asked so many questions together with the Norwood Policing Forum chairperson and the and MD of Norwood, the Young Stars, a community leader, Ms. Venita Masisi. Wanting to to know more from Ed Goggingram, what is it that they can assist us in trying to limit the production of this? So they they are here with us. We held a campaign last year with them on the 15th of November, a walk around North Orange Grove Precinct with them. So we are happy that such big companies are lending a hand to assist us in coming with a solution at node and around, so that this can then spread to all over the country if it can.
0: D- David, let me come to you in terms yes. of uh, the use of this uh, lean drug. Um, <clears throat> what are what are the the signs that I, as a parent, can utilize to to sort out if my child is actually on this lean mixture?
1: Okay, so uh, Patricia, that, that is I think the most important part that we need to recognize and that we need to understand. And what I was trying to allude to is the fact that, yes, it's not just about the codeine or the cough mixture that we're talking about. It's about the bigger picture as well. And one of the bigger pictures is that there's a lack of education and a lack of understanding by the public in general, whether it be the parents or whether it be the youth themselves who are using these drugs, about what the harmful effects can be what the long-term effects are going to be and the consequences that they're going to suffer thereafter. And one of the things that we must recognize is that firstly, um, I just want to correct one uh, misstatement uh, statement that was incorrect. Uh, the, the Children's Act allows a child from twelve years and over to actually buy this medication without any supervision. So that's where the problem starts. The problem doesn't start with the fact that it's codeine that they're using. The problem starts that children of 12 years are already empowered to be able to decide for themselves whether they want to buy medication or not. Now, what that requires is a tremendous amount of education that needs to go out. And this is what ADCOC are participating in, in, in ensuring that Parents are made aware of what the symptoms are that they should be looking at, which is your question, but also that the people themselves who are using need to understand that the only reason why they're doing it is because they might be lacking something else in life, which is what we are trying to deal with when we talk about the environment that they find themselves in. And we need to change that. Government needs to come to the party and make resources available for them, make recreational facilities available for them where they don't fester in boredom and have nothing else to do in order to put a smile on their face. David, because of time, I'd like
0: you to tell us what the signs are that we need to look out for.
1: Okay, so one of the things that we need to know as parents is exactly who is the family, or rather who are the friends that our children are mixing with. And that would be one of the first telltale signs. When they start uh, finding that they are um, mixing with a different crowd, that is a beginning of a telltale sign. They need to look out for other symptoms. The whole reason why it's called lean is because when they take it, they need to hold on to something in order to be able to stay, to stand up. They will start suffering from a dry mouth. They will start suffering from nausea. They will start suffering from uh, listlessness and headaches and possibly even blurred vision, uh, dry mouth, constipation. These are things that parents must recognize straight away when they start seeing their children complaining of these things, they need to ask the questions and find out where is it coming from, what has changed, why are these changes taking place. And the issue that we need to understand is that when we're talking about codeine, we're talking about a substance which is as similar to morphine. The actual chemical name for codeine is 3-methylmorphine. And the way that it's metabolized in the body is that it's converted into morphine taken in high doses they're actually taking morphine which means that it's a gateway to other drugs, mm. like, for example, heroin. David,
0: so, um, because of time, we're going to need to uh, cut our conversation. But thank you very much. And uh, thank you, Simon, for joining us. And uh, more strength to the bow of um, this particular hashtag Lean On Me campaign. I hope it spreads to the rest of the country so that all young people and adults know about the effects of uh, codeine. Thank you very much, gentlemen.
2: Thank you for having us.
0: It's 11 o'clock on the dot. Let's go to Greg Hose with the final news bulletin. Good evening,
2: Greg.